Finally, her tongue lashing out toward his throat, her neck craning to reach it. No! Harlow pushed her away to the point she fell back onto the bed. Sorry! Victoria flinched, ashamed. I didn't realize it would be this hard to resist. This is a struggle you're going to be fighting for a long time. Until I can get you accustomed to the blood of animals, you will always crave other blood. That is why you need to be careful and try your best to have willpower. Lives depend on it. Willpower? Lives depend on it? Willpower had never been one of her strengths. From the way that he made it sound, drinking animal blood was going to be like going on a diet. And it was obvious how well that had worked out for her. What if I can't? I mean, what if I slip up? Then I'll kill you. Suddenly, Victoria's hero didn't seem so heroic. She already died once, almost twice now. Was a third and final death waiting just around the corner? Maybe it would be better to get away from this man. Do you have a car? He asked. Uh-huh, she nodded. But I don't have the keys. Samuel robbed me when he killed me. My keys were in my purse. Of course they were. Harlow sighed, running a hand through his silver hair and then wincing from the effort. Are you all right? Victoria could smell the faintest hint of blood on him, old and dry, like that from the glass. Still, it was the most pleasant scent coming from the werewolf. I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. We need to secure transportation to take us out of town. We could call a taxi. No, too risky for the driver. It looks like I'll have to call a friend. Damn, I had all day long to think about this, and yet I managed to totally ignore this one glaring detail. You might as well take a shower while we wait, Harlow said before leaving the room. Victoria felt lost. She was in a strange man's house, in a strange man's bed. Life was all confusion and fear. Part of her wanted to cry, but another part just wanted to die. She didn't understand how she was supposed to go forward. Would she ever be able to go home? What about her job? Victoria had a day job. Would she have to give that up too? The answer seemed obvious, but also surreal. You're a vampire now. It sounds stupid and completely unbelievable, but it's true. This man isn't very nice, but he seems like he means well. You have to stay with him, at least until you know what you're supposed to do. He wants me to take a shower. Victoria reached up and tangled her hands into blood-matted hair. It was as stiff as a board, crunchy and flaking. A shower would only do her good. Except she had nothing to change into. For a moment, Victoria thought about asking Harlow if he had anything she could wear, but she wasn't stupid enough to think his clothes would actually fit her. Harlow's torso was only half the size of her own. Dirty, blood-stained clothes it is, then. She sighed before heading into the bathroom. Gabe Gabe had just settled into a game of Call of Duty when he heard his phone vibrate. It was too far to reach, sitting on the dining room table several feet away. He groaned, wondering if it was worth taking the time to answer. More than likely, it would end up being his mother, one of his friends, or some girl he had promised to call but never gotten around to. Girls hated that when you told them that you would call but then didn't. 
Grumbling, Gabe decided to ignore it. The game was more important. It had been a long day of work, double time since Seth was injured, and all he wanted to do was relax. Unfortunately, the phone seemed to have other plans for him. It buzzed relentlessly, skittering across the table lightly until it finally climbed over the edge and fell to the floor. Good. Maybe I won't hear it now. That was wishful thinking with werewolf ears, though. Gabe could hear a pin drop from nearly a mile away. Still, the carpet seemed to soften the phone's annoying buzzing. They have to stop calling eventually, he thought, quickly becoming irritated. The blue backlight on the phone blinked madly, disturbing his peripheral vision. Five minutes later, and Gabe realized it couldn't possibly be an angry girl calling. Someone needed to get a hold of him. Badly. With a heavy sigh, Gabe put down his controller and retrieved the phone.